Well, hello and welcome to another episode of your VOCM Profiles. It's Sarah Strickland hanging out with you for the next half hour on this episode. And my guest this week, she is a star hockey player, a Princeton University graduate, and a Swifty. And that is Maggie Connors, and she joins me now. So the first question would be, what is your full name? Um, well, my full name is Margaret Joan Connors, but I, I go by Maggie Connors. And we know you as a stellar athlete, but when did you first put on the skates and start getting into hockey? Um, I started skating. My earliest memory would be, I believe I was four. Um, and I started because my brothers were in it and my parents kind of wanted us all to do the same thing to make it, I guess, somewhat easier um, if we were all in the same sport. And so I think I started with figure skating, but that didn't, that didn't last too long. So, um, yeah, I started playing when I was four. So what got you hooked? Um, honestly, it's a, it's a good question. I, I don't even, I don't know if I like, didn't like it at first or if I liked it. I definitely something I should ask my parents, but I think I, I did because obviously I did not like figure skating. And I think I just wanted to do what my brothers were doing and we're all super close in age. And so I thought it was, it was cool to kind of try to be better than them, even though I wasn't at the time. Um, so I don't know. I think it was just kind of like a family thing and I wanted to be like them. But when did you realize that you had quite the knack for hockey and you were uh, very talented? Um, I I think I realized that I was kind of, I guess, ex- excelling probably, I think, maybe when I was like around 10 um, or 11, at least from my earliest memory, because that's when I was kind of being recruited to boarding schools um, and prep schools away and kind of when I was making my decision to go to Minnesota. So, um, yeah, I think obviously is. Just obviously at the time, the, the opportunities in Newfoundland kind of weren't as great as they are now for women's hockey, and it's obviously amazing how good they are now, but I had to leave pretty early, so I'd say around when I was 10. So did you really end up getting better than your brothers at the end of it? Um, that's a good question. I mean, they would probably argue with me to this day that they're, that they're better than me. It's a, it's a fun family conversation to have, but um, I mean, they don't play anymore, so I'm gonna, I like to say that I'm maybe finally past them. So you uh, mentioned that you went to a prep school. You were 10, 11 years old? Yeah, I um, I went when I was 12, but I think I kind of was like going to camps and stuff for years prior and making my decision. But yeah, I went for my eighth grade year when I was 12, which obviously is pretty early. So where did you end up uh, going? I went to Shattuck St. Mary's, which is in Faribault, Minnesota, um, for my eighth grade year. And I stayed there until I was obviously graduated in, in 12th grade, but yeah, it was, it was super early to, to kind of move away from home, but I really wanted to go and my parents always were super hesitant about it, but they knew that if I um, loved hockey as much as I did and wanted to keep playing, that it was probably for the best for me to move away. I mean, being so young and moving to a whole, uh, another country that had to be mm-hmm. difficult, but you know, how important was it for you to further your hockey career? Yeah, I think, um, at least for me, I, looking back, I think it was the best decision that I could have made. As I said, I think if I were to start my hockey career over now, I think I could stay in Newfoundland for so much longer. The Obviously, the girls' hockey there and development has progressed so much that I don't think I would need to leave nearly as early as I did. Um, but I think, obviously, during the during kind of the time that I was, I guess, in, even though I'm not that old right now, I 10 years ago or whatever, I think 
it was just the best decision for me if I kind of wanted to keep getting better and kind of keep progressing and play against people that were older and better than me I um, I had to move away and so obviously that's what I did. And you stayed in the states after you graduated you went to Princeton correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah that is correct I, I went to Princeton in I think 2018. And uh, what did you major in? Uh, politics like public and international affairs. So obviously you're a very smart cookie but you did play uh, hockey while you were at Princeton so tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about the uh, NCAA days. Oh, they were um, absolutely remarkable. I, a classic person, I feel like, would say that I, if I could relive them, I would. Um, Princeton, obviously, it just offered me so many opportunities and developed me at just as much as, like, a athlete as it did as a person. And I just learned so much, everything from, you know, time management to, obviously, different things, you know, about school. But it, it made me a really good hockey player as well. And um, gained some lifelong friends there that you know I still talk to every day and um, I still feel like a major attachment to Princeton I feel like as every alumni does and um, especially to the to the hockey program there I still try and catch every game that I can but yeah I have nothing but praise to give to Princeton and talk about my four years there. We know you're playing the uh, in the women's hockey league now but did you have a backup plan for a career after uh, graduating? Yeah, it was a, obviously the league kind of has been in the work since 2019, but only signed into kind of the CBA was signed and signed into what it was, and I believe in June. Um, and so kind of last year I was even kind of not considering necessarily quitting, but definitely con- considering the the path of what, what my life would look like if I just kind of stopped. But I knew kind of with where I was at last year, my ability and things, I just didn't think that I was ready to stop. Um, but yeah, I think there was, there was plenty of plans. I think, you know, someone was just going to be continue to train and where, wherever that was kind of, there's training groups in different hubs around, around Canada and the U S so maybe join one of those, but there's also talks of kind of me wanting to move to New York city and just kind of start working. So there was many different plans, but luckily I knew this was kind of in the works. So I kind of held out my decision for a little bit. So the PWHL draft comes along last summer. Were you certain that you were going to get drafted that day, or was it kind of uh, uncertainty? Um, you know, I think you always obviously hope that you're drafted and wish that you're drafted, but I guess there's always uncertainty, especially with it being the first ever draft. And not only that, but um, I was a part of the youngest group that could have been drafted. It was everyone that was in women's hockey that was out of college could be in this draft. It wasn't like the NHL where it's just one class year, which will obviously start next year, but because the league's just started, everyone was in the draft. So, I mean, when you're competing with the best players in the world getting drafted, obviously you're a little, little nervous and skeptical about it, but um, more than thrilled, obviously, to be in Toronto. To be a professional athlete, of course, uh, training is rigorous. What is your training process like? Yeah, I think it um, it's just dependent upon kind of the months of the year and the season and things like that. I feel like when I'm when I'm at home, it's very heavy off ice training. Um, definitely on the ice a lot, but way more I would say off ice training. And then as kind of the season rolls around, that that flip flops you more so. Um, maintain your fitness and maintain your strength and kind of train for longevity of the season and things when you're in the weight room. 
um, and you kind of ease up a bit, but obviously you're kind of full on on the ice. So it depends on depends on what kind of month of the year it is, but it's definitely a com- a big combination of kind of on ice fitness and off ice. And I want to go back to New Year's Day, the first game ever in PWHL history. Um, you almost got mm-hmm. the uh, first goal ever in the league, <sighs> just missed mm-hmm. it. Uh, but I do want to yeah. talk about Billie Jean King. Uh, what was it mm-hmm. like having her there part of that day? Oh, it was um, it was remarkable. I think kind of even way before this league, I've obviously known of Billie Jean King since I kind of started to be in the sports and know what especially she's done for one women's tennis, but women's sports in general and the equality that, that she's able to kind of bring to obviously the women's game versus the men's. And um, I've been a huge fan of hers. And I think, you know, for her to be there during that day, it was, it was kind of, I was a bit speechless because she came into the locker room and things and kind of talked to us before the game. And, you know, it's someone like that that's pushed the boundaries of women's sports and, been the one that's created this path for me and the next generation so obviously I'm so kind of grateful for everything she's done and for her to be there on that day it it definitely is kind of when it hit me the moment that I was in when she came out and dropped the puck that's that's kind of the moment that hits you and you really know that kind of this is happening and another inspiration uh, for you that I read was Natalie Spooner who plays with yeah. you now uh, uh, is it true that you met her when you were 10 years old yeah, so I um, in 2010, she the national team, there was Four Nations Cup, and they ended up coming to Newfoundland. And I'm not quite sure how, but I ended up, like, winning a day in the life or, like, a experience the dream, kind of whatever the situation was called. I ended up, like, winning that. And so I was able to spend the day with Team Canada. And they were, I think they were playing in, like, an exhibition game at the Glacier. Um, and... I like basically went and spent the day with the team warm up. I did on ice warm up. I hung out with them the whole day and they, I guess designated like Natalie Spooner was kind of going to be my mentor for the day. And granted I was 10, but kind of she was the one that was going to like take me around and show me and everything. And, you know, I look back and I don't think I spoke much, but it was crazy to see obviously the impact that such a small kind of minuscule, I guess kind of communication time like meant to me and obviously just being able to talk to her and stuff like that. And so, um, and it's funny now that I, like I, I told her about it when we got here cause it kind of came up in an interview and she laughed. She thought it was so funny and the coaching staff loves it. And now we sit next to her in the locker room and we're on the same line and stuff. So it's a crazy full circle moment. So do you play any other sports? Um, I, so I played other sports growing up when I was in high school, I played lacrosse and when I was younger I did track and field and I played soccer when I was super young but and I and a little bit of tennis but I would say hockey was definitely the number one and now I'm getting into golf so that's my my newest thing stereotypical hockey player off-season golf (laughs) exactly exactly I feel like I have to fill that stereotype Well, it's time for a break on your VOCM profiles, but still lots to come in my conversation with Maggie Connors, including her love for the Kansas City Chiefs. More from your VOCM profiles right after this. And we're back on your VOCM profiles. Well, if you aren't paying attention to the Women's Hockey League, you can expect to hear a bit of this. They score! Maggie Connors in a flash! 
That's a throwback to Maggie Connor's days with Princeton University playing in the NCAA. But now you can catch St. John's native Maggie Connors playing for the Toronto franchise of the PWHL. And you can also catch her right here, right now on your VOCM profiles. So let's get back into our conversation here. Are you a fan of any other sports teams? Do you follow any other sports? Um, yeah, I'm a big sports fan. I feel like I follow a lot of college sports, but I would also say follow the NFL pretty closely. Um, and I also a bit of basketball, but kind of I'm a bit more of the second half of the season. I'll start following that more. Um, not the biggest baseball fan, but I would say if I had to pick pick one, I'd definitely be I'm a, I'm a football fan. So who do you cheer for? Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> are you a Travis Kelsey fan? <laughs> I am, but the best part about it is I was a Travis Kelsey fan before – he started dating Taylor Swift and I'm also a huge Taylor Swift fan. So it's just the best, best thing that could have happened for me at least. So this is the best of both worlds really for you now because you get to see Taylor Swift during the game every time Kelsey kind of moves. I know exactly. Like whenever they kind of started being on screen together, started dating, everyone was like me and my friends like texting constantly. It was like, this is like a dream come true. Even though we have like nothing to do with it. We thought it was super funny. (laughs) So if you had to pick a favorite athlete, any sport, who would you pick? Um, favorite athlete, any sport. I would probably pretty pretty close if I was to pick a, 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 woman, a woman athlete. I would probably pick either um, Serena Williams or Alex Morgan. I think everything that they've done for, for their sport and kind of – Obviously, especially Serena Williams in the in the tennis game and being so dominant as she is, I think kind of I've always followed her. And obviously, now that she's she's retired, she takes on a different role. But um, definitely a huge fan of hers. But now you're becoming a role model for a lot of young girls, especially here in this province. Have you heard from a lot of young athletes, especially hockey players, who are now looking up to you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the support especially over my entire career, but I think over the past several months and especially a few weeks has been absolutely breathtaking. Kind of, I've been so appreciative and thankful for everyone that has reached out and kind of sent me messages and things, but I've definitely kind of received some texts and things from whether it be parents or friends or, you know, people that have young daughters that are playing that are kind of looking up to playing in the PWHL at some point and um, obviously are a fan of mine. And I, that's also kind of, it's, it's a great reason to, to keep playing. And especially I'm so proud to be from Newfoundland and kind of, I guess, leading the way in this league, at least for players from Newfoundland that kind of want to be here one day and, you know, any help and or mentorship I can offer to them is obviously something that I take a lot of pride in. And so kind of to hear those little girls be, be fans or be watching the games and things like that is um, obviously I really appreciate it. And hopefully, hopefully they can be where I am one day. So do you ever uh, get the chance to come back to Newfoundland for visits and stuff? All the time. Yeah. I, a little less this year, just because it's not like kind of the normal, like school academic calendar. And I know I'm going to have breaks, but you know, I just spent, I believe, like about five, six months home over the summer up until I moved here. And I, I go home every summer for three months. I'm home over Christmas, usually sometimes Easter, spring break, things like that. So um, my whole family is from Newfoundland, majority except except a few people. And so um, I always go back when I can. And I, as I said, I, I love being from Newfoundland. So when I can get back there, I always do. So what's your favorite ways to just kick back and relax? 
In general, I would have to say, obviously, I mean, kind of hanging out with friends. I I obviously love the summertime. And so whenever I can just kind of hang outside with friends and, you know, catch up with people, obviously, because I'm so busy and um, traveling all the time. I think I have friends from all over the place because I went to, went to school, high school and university away. I think whenever I can get a reunion of friends together and just kind of talk and catch up, that's my favorite way. So what's the best place that you've traveled? Best place I've traveled? Um, let me think. I would say, I mean, it's nothing to, I guess, I would, I mean, I'd have to say it's it's pretty close. I would say British Columbia, I think. Um, I've been obviously all around the States, but I, I have always loved BC and I love skiing. And so I've been out to Whistler a, a ton of times skiing. And I think when I can ski again, obviously after I play hockey, I'm going to, but I, uh, I love being out there. It's obviously just so beautiful and things, but um, I'm hopefully going to Europe this summer. So that will probably maybe take the number one spot after that. Where in Europe are you headed? Um, to southern France. And, um, and I mean, it's just in the beginning of June, hopefully, or mid-June. Um, but, yeah, I've never obviously been to France or anywhere in Europe, and so I'm excited to, to go there. And you've played in rinks, you know, all over North America. Who's got the best rink? Mm, I'm going to have to say Princeton does. I think our rink is over, I believe it's now 101 years old. Um, I think it's the second it could be the second oldest rink or the second oldest college rink um, in the U.S. And it's it's amazing because obviously the whole inside is like stone. And so it has so much character. And obviously the roof is like a wooden roof. Um, but, yeah, I think just, you know, it doesn't seat the most people, but it has a lot of character. And I love the, the classic stone architecture that kind of matches Princeton's um, campus in general. So I'd have to say it's the best rank. You mentioned you're a Swifty, but who is your favorite favorite artist all time and favorite song? Oh, that's a great question. I think my favorite artist all time is Taylor Swift. I don't unless I have unless I'm picking a number two. She is she is number one. Um, my favorite song from her. Oh, people ask me this all the time, and I it's tough, but maybe it's classic, but probably like all too well ten minute version by Taylor Swift. The Swifties out there will know. That that is that is an iconic one, but I would say if if I'd have to pick Taylor Swift and her best song, I'd probably pick that. You kept me like a secret, but I kept you like an oath, sacred prayer, and we swear to remember it all to Have you been to the Eros tour? I have, yeah. I went in I went in May in Philadelphia, night two. It was um it was a lot of fun. Obviously I'm trying to go again maybe if when she's in Toronto, hopefully and I'm here, but um yeah, it was it was the best concert I've ever been to. So was it actually three hours long and she played, you know, nonstop almost? Yeah, it was I mean, I don't know how she does it. We talk about like professional athletes I don't like people kind of joke about it but I don't know how she can sing for three and a half hours straight I think the longest break she takes is like just over a minute or something like that and so um yeah it was it was a remarkable show that she she put on she sounds obviously incredible live I think kind of better than just playing her music so it was definitely definitely worth it favorite movie or tv show um 
I would have to say Secretariat. I don't know if people have like seen it or not, but it's like the horse movie, and I've seen it so many times, and I absolutely love that movie. It's such like a a happy ending and a true story, and yeah, it's kind of always been my like favorite movie. Are you superstitious at all? I wouldn't necessarily say I'm superstitious, but I definitely have a routine. Only obviously when it comes to sports, I feel like just kind of before every game, I'm doing the same thing, and it's more so to kind of get my mind ready to play in a game and kind of know mentally that like this is different than a practice obviously but you're just preparing the same way for a game every time to make sure you're ready but I wouldn't say I'm like crazy superstitious or like doing anything kind of necessarily strange. Who is the most famous person in your contacts? <laughs> um, I mean I probably have to say Sarah Nurse like, I, <laughs> which is um, funny or like someone on my team but um, yeah it's probably famous most famous person favorite memory on the ice um, yeah I mean I would obviously there's plenty with Princeton but I think obviously already my favorite memory is playing in the first ever professional women's hockey game and having Billy Jean King there and having all my family and friends there um, I've already kind of, it's, it was such a surreal moment, and I think that already would be my number one favorite memory on the ice. Do you have any hidden talents? Um, you know, I've, I've been asked this question, and I, I don't think I do. <laughs> Unless, like, I have something that I don't know is hidden talent, but I, would, I don't think I have a hidden talent, no. And to cap it all off, what is the best advice that you've ever received? Um, that's a great question. Um, I think probably, um, I think it was like advice from my dad. I don't remember the specific quote, um, but he talks about kind of always, obviously kind of saying yes to things and shooting for the stars and um, kind of never shying away from a challenge. I think the quote goes something as, I'm going to mess it up, but he talks about something as like they don't build statues of people that maybe say no or something like that in terms of like progressing yourself. It's not the exact quote, but I think it, what the meaning is is that <clears throat> you're never kind of going to achieve what you want to achieve if you shy away from it. And so I think kind of being scared of something um, is obviously a natural feeling, but you gotta you got to try for it. And I think um, he tells me that all the time. Confidence is so huge, and if you fail, like, that's okay, but as long as you tried. Um, and so I think kind of advice from my parents has obviously been the most impactful. Maggie Connors, thank you so much for taking the time to do this out of your busy, busy schedule mid-season, and uh, we are rooting for you, and good luck rest of the way. Thank you so much. And there you have it. That's St. John's own Maggie Connors speaking with us during her busy schedule with the PWHL's Toronto franchise on your VOCM profiles. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with a new guest and a new episode. Thanks for listening.